Welcome to The Next Level, a Partners Trust podcast series where we interview exceptional people doing exceptional things, both within the real estate community and outside the real estate community. So I'm very happy to be here today. I, my name is Nick Siegel, and we are in the Brentwood office of Partners Trust. And today we have an incredible amount of talent that is going to share the concept of team and how you apply it. And one of the things that I love about who we are as a company and, and the culture of Partners Trust is that we are a team. And for those of you that aren't in teams yet uh, or have no interest in being a team, know that you are already part of a team. You're part of the Partners Trust team. So that is important. But I will tell you there's a trend, and I'll share those statistics in a moment, of what's going on and where the, the industry is going. But first I want to introduce our, our wonderful team. So Madison Hildebrand from the Malibu Life and a founding partner of our of our Partners Trust Malibu office. Hello. And hello. And so then we have Candace Gunther from our Pasadena office with the team of uh, Roland and Candace. And then we have Ron Smith, founding partner and the team of uh, Smith and Berg. And then we have Lorraine Silver of Pence Hathorne and Silver. And your team has been going for more than 25 years now. Yes, we had a big party last year it, to celebrate. It was wonderful. Yeah, so it was amazing, look yeah. forward to your insights as well from our Santa Monica office, a founding partner there. And then, of course, Nancy Ross of Ross and Barton from uh, our Beverly Hills office, a partner there. So welcome to you all. So let's jump right into this. Oh, but first I do, I want to, I want to talk about these. These are real trends. Uh, uh, it's a report from real trends. 50,000 realtors are part of a team in the U.S., and that, that comprises 68% of all realtors in the United States. 37% uh, of these teams were formed between the last one to three years, and 27% were formed just a year ago. And 54% of, of individual realtors are considering being part of a team. So where we're going with this, with our real estate industry, very telling about teams and how that works. So let's get Quick right. question on yeah. the 37% in Go the last ahead. one to three years. The BRE changed their policy where you had to register as a team. I'm wondering if that has something to do with such a big spike in the team. Yeah. I, because that, before legally we didn't have to call ourselves a team or register right. as a team. Right. You could just be a partnership or have a group. So maybe what this is... This is, is now it, a classified team. Right. So now it's just now we're just officiating more exactly. of what has already been trending. I so, think so, yeah. yeah. Great, great point. Thank you. So let's start... With, Madison, let's start with you. Why be part of a team? Why did you form your team? Were, were the, was it more accidental and evolutionary, or was it, was it strategic and planned? Um, everything I do is pretty strategic and planned. <laughs> I think when I first got into the business, I re looked at who were the superstars in Los Angeles and in other cities and realized that most of them had a structure of some sort of support in a team, whether they were the one and only name and then everybody else was under them or they were an actual team and they called themselves that or they were a partnership. So when I branded myself and I bought my domain at the age of 26 and got into real estate, it was the Malibu life. And that's what I always wanted because I didn't want Madison Hildebrand when I got successful to have to be present and or the name and face of a brand or something that I wanted to grow. And growth is what we all want. So a team is what I was hoping to do. And so I used the Malibu life instead of Madison Hildebrand. 
and basically formed a team pretty short after. I mean, I always had support, but I think it's now been three, three years where I've had an official team because the BRE made us, um, but we were working as a team before that. And um, my purpose is, yes, I find it to be, I can't do everything. I tell people getting into the industry, you're, as a real estate agent, a secretary, a coordinator, a marketing professional, a communicator, a negotiator, a strategist, you're everything. And you can't really do everything, so you can pay for some help. But at some point, when your level of business reaches a certain point, you really do need that extra support. Um, and they need to be professionals at what they do. So that, for me, being pulled away with the television show and being on Million Dollar Listings for nine years, it's just impossible to do what sure. I should be doing in just real estate if I didn't have the team. Got it. Got it. Candice, how about for you? Um, we're a team of three. Mm -hmm. um, Roland Wilhelm is our team leader mm. and has 30 years in real estate in Pasadena and surrounding any, cities. Any other disclosure you want to make um, about Roland Wilhelm? Oh, there's, there's, there's more. No. <laughs> <laughs> Roland and I are partners in life as well as in business, and um, we are a team of three with Alex Ford as our newest partner. And um, we had, you know, it was very deliberate, and we wanted to grow our business. It's what you've talked about being being. You do so many things. You do. We wear so many different hats, and um, one of our goals is not not just to grow our business, but we want our clients to feel like they're our only client. Every client should feel like they're our only client, and so we don't ever want to say to someone, "We we have to do that tomorrow. We can't do that today." Um, we just we want to always be available to be responsive. So we we found that the team. Of three agents, we don't have um, administrative staff. We all we do all that ourselves, and we find that it works really well for us, and it, it supports our clients and our business. Really and how well. long have you been a team now at this point? Well, Roland and I have been a team of two for ten years, and we've been a team of three for six months. Great. Alex joined us in March. Wonderful. So. Wonderful. Mr. Smith, how long you've been a team? Nick, I've been a team all my life. <laughs> um. You know, I started working with uh, uh, with David about three years ago, um, and we formalized it uh, uh, in in November of last year. And uh, one of the catalysts for me was uh, one uh, the ability to be more efficient uh, and the ability to be able to grow the business in an exponential way. Uh, uh, as Madison said earlier, you know, it, really we've got eight to ten hours in a day, um, and if you've got a team, if you've got a team system. It enables you to be in multiple places at one time. It enables you to uh, be able to accomplish uh, more transactions, uh, more meetings. And the reality of it is, uh, as with the meeting that, uh, that you all went in uh, uh, on the other day, it, uh, uh, when you have a group, you've got multiple personalities. And uh, there's a higher likelihood for you to be able to appeal to the uh, other person sitting across the table. Because I'd like to think that I'm all things, all people, but uh, um, you know I'm not. Uh, and so when you've got uh, when you've got a well-supported team, uh, you can be. And one of the things that I think is equally important is uh, I, I do want to have fun and I want to enjoy life. And so the ability to be able to bring other people into the business with me one enables me to do that, and two, you know, candidly, it enables us to be able to spread the wealth and uh, get a life. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and, and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a journey. Yeah. And so uh, uh, it's good to uh, be able to bring uh, additional people in. Mm -hmm. Lorraine. 
Well, my partnership started a long time ago before any of these. As did mine. Five years ago. And I can tell you the climate in real estate there was totally different. I started off as an individual, did everything. Literally in those days, you did everything. And there were just not enough hours in the day. So when John and Charles, who had already come together, that's Charles Pence and John Hathorn, my wonderful partners, approached me, I thought, this is going to make life so much easier, which of course it did. And we just grew and grew as a team. We took in my son, Brett Silver. He's part of the team as well. And then we also, a group, we have all our staff who help us, who do so, so thankfully, all the paperwork, because that's the part that's really takes up so much time. And if you can get somebody to do that, it frees you to do the important things, the people part of real estate, which is so important. And as I think, as a team, the most important things I want to stress is if you collab collaborate as a team, then your collective energy, what you can give to your clients, is so much more because all your client benefits from all your strengths as individuals. And um, this is what I call synergy. And I think when the synergy is high, you're giving all your strengths to your clients, to each other. That's when a partnership really works. You really stress the strengths of each partnership because every individual is different. Yeah. They're all good at different things. And then you can, when you think you're not so good at that particular thing that a client will want, you know, he wants to crunch numbers. Okay, I'm not good at crunching numbers. I'll call in Charles. Just little things like that really helps. And then the second really important thing is the ability to pool your resources. Mm -hmm. So, for example, marketing. It's three or four times what a single agent could afford for marketing. And marketing is so important for branding. It's all about branding and getting your name and getting the exposure out there, which you can do, of course, with more money and more stress in marketing. So we do a fortune. We spend a lot on marketing, and we are able to do that as a team, which I think is really important. Great point. Great point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Nancy... You and I have known each other for many, many years. And um, control and, and, and delegation and being able to let others. you saying that's a strength of mine or a weakness of well, mine? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out today. Where are you going with that? All of us uh, at, at this table and in this room, uh, we want things done the way we want it done. And so, and I know that about you, that you're very exacting. And in, in the partnership you have with Laura, you've got a great synergy. But how did that come about for the two of you? Because when I first knew you, I don't think you had a partner. At Correct. Time. So, um, very different from Madison. I did not plan this. I'd been selling property for about 10 years by myself. And I was nine months pregnant, about to have my child, and went, how am I going to continue to do this? Laura was six months in the business. We just decided to work together. Um, at that point, nobody heard of a team. It was partnership. <laughs> Probably still is a partnership. So um, Laura and I have now been partners for 21 years and um, have a very different business than probably everybody here at the table because we do everything ourselves. Probably closest to you. Mm -hmm. We've talked about getting a third and we're, I, I'm a control freak and I just can't, I can't make that go to the next step. Mm -hmm. um, we need to talk. 
<laughs> well, we'll talk about it today. Right. But we take talk about using a larger team. You know, I think I use Partners Trust as our team. We referred something to Madison just last month. We sort of can't be everywhere, do, can't do everything together, but knowing that we can look at the bigger picture. Um, marketing, we had a, a important listing, a winery coming up. I couldn't do the marketing on that, so we pulled in Wicked. And so I think Wicked I have this... Wicked is our PR firm. Correct. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that I'm using the team behind me over here, but in my day-to-day, everything, it is Laura and I as a partnership. Do you use a transaction coordinator? No. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I must say Wicked are wonderful. I'm also using them, and they are great. I really... The PR firm. Yeah, yeah that's been a tremendous yeah. asset yeah. For, for us as a company. Yeah. I want to stay with you, Nance, for a second. Oh, don't pick on me. No, I'm, I wouldn't dream. <laughs> I wouldn't dream. Because you know where I live. I, it's not going to go there. Um, the idea of personality and client personality, and I want to pose this question to you all because you all have individual relationships with your clients. And then suddenly when the introduction of team comes into the equation, there is that potential concern of, well, I want to make sure I'm there for my client. And if I now have someone else handling an aspect of the transaction, is that client going to feel that they're taken care of? So how do you, how do you address that? Um, very clearly. So I have my set of responsibilities and Laura has her set of responsibilities. And um, mine is really um, much more on the initial process and the negotiation process. And I and when I'm dealing with my client, I will tell them what I do and what Laura does. And at the proper point, Laura then is introduced to the client, and then she does what she does. And so, it's it's the client knows who to go to for what. And I think as long as that's clear for the partnership and for the client, everybody wins. Great point, Lorraine. How do you handle it? Because now the three of you are so dynamic, and you all have your own client relationships. How do right, you attend Right. That? Well, when we go in, usually the, um, the agent that brings in the client is the one that's in control, but you bring in the team and they love that to know that they have the support of the team if they need anything. And you make it clear, if you're not available, please feel free to call one of the team members, which they do do. If they can't get hold of me, they'll call one of the others. And then they don't feel they've been fobbed off onto somebody else. It's still one of the team. You fogged know. off? Is fobbed. Fobbed, fobbed off. off. Okay, yes. that must be a South African term. <laughs> <laughs> um, they feel that it's part of the team, that it's just as good. Or if you need to take a day off, or if you're going on vacation, and you say, my team member is going to be handing it, they don't take this as an insult as they would if you said some random agent is now going to take over. They wouldn't like that. They so you're managing expectations yes. as well. And you do that up front. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell them that. And then we also introduce our staff members. When it goes into escrow, we have an escrow coordinator. She'll take over. She'll do all the escrow work. And they're quite happy with that. And they the expectations are set in the beginning so they don't feel as if they are not getting your full attention. Yeah. Ron, mm. anything you have to add to that from that perspective? How, how do you handle that? Um, I'm going to go off uh, off topic. Please. So going back to what uh, Nancy said earlier, uh, and that is as far as, as, far as systems, um, when, we, when we go on in on an appointment, we've got, uh, we've got Google Documents, and every transaction is done the exact same way. We know uh, when we have when we have a listing appointment, uh, it's an initial meeting. So we will go in. Whoever's initiated that meeting, we go in as a team. We meet with the person. There's a follow-up meeting, 
And on the follow-up meeting, we will bring in everyone. Uh, we'll bring in Dean, we'll bring in Yvette, uh, uh, David and I, and if there's another associate that, that's in on it, so it'll be five of us there. Uh, and sometimes people say, well, isn't that a little overpowering or overwhelming? It's not because one, it, it gives the client comfort that they not only have, they not only have 260 partners and partners trust, they also have the infrastructure uh, with David, myself, and our team. So they know what's going on. Um, and I, I would challenge to see who's more tightly wound, you or me. Uh, I win for sure. I, I, we'll, we'll go toe to toe on that. But what, what eases that, that challenge for me is that we've got these systems, everything's in writing. I, I, know, I, I know on every deal that we've got exactly where each document is because there's a folder for it. I know where everything is. I know where marketing materials are. I know where absolutely everything. And so it's all interchangeable. If, if, one, of us, if, if one of us is out of town, if one of us is away, anybody else can step in uh, and, and go online and find any document, any photo, any image and it just works out beautifully. And it took a little, uh, there was a learning curve, and when we bring someone new on, we go through that process so they know where everything is. Um, and and I, I've gotta tell you, I think it's more empowering. I, I, I haven't found that clients haven't felt neglected by talking to David, myself, or Dean, or Yvette, or um, we recently uh, did, had a fantastic uh, you know, transaction in the, uh, um, uh, in the Palisades, uh, you know, with uh, um, with with one of our associates, uh, and it went it went beautifully, and we were all we were all interchangeable. Sure. And I think you can do it that way. Mm -hmm. Candice, your perspective on that? Um, well, we we all have you know different strengths and weaknesses, and we recognize that. But our goal is that we all do everything, and so it's um, interchangeable, like you say, with our clients. Um, we we. Understand that our clients is really interesting. We our clients will choose someone to bond with, and we just see it happening. We'll be in a meeting like this, and they'll all be going like this. They they want to talk to Roland. They want to talk to me. They want to talk to Alex. Mm -hmm. We just go with that. Mm -hmm. And so if that's who they want to talk to, great, because we all do everything. We do all the paperwork. We know we have lots of systems. You have to have lots of systems, I think, to to make a team work. And it was really interesting because we just were closing tomorrow on a transaction in our our sellers had a party to introduce the new buyer to the neighbors. And they said, well, would you please come? Mm. And so we you came to the party and they it. said, bring your cards. They were yeah. so sweet. Yeah. They're really, really wonderful. And it was just um, interesting to hear at the end, our client stood up and she, and she put her arms around us and she said, you know, when I hired this team, I got, and she listed all the things you said, I got a negotiator, I got a salesman, I got a handholder, I got an overcommunicator. Um, I got all these things and she said, you know, and then she said, I, I knew I was hiring this and she said, and then they all switch. She said during the transaction, they, you know, one, then a different person would be the negotiator. And, and so that was just so validating because that's exactly what we want to bring to the table yeah. is that they can talk to any one of us at any time and they're 100% comfortable that that person's up to speed mm -hmm. and on, on board with everything that's going on. So less individual delegation and you just you keep that team concept. Because it's interesting, Madison, you and I were at a meeting yesterday and the business manager asked you point blank, okay, so you've got this big team and how big is your team now? Uh, we are 11. 11. So to this question of who am I getting, you know, if I, I get it every part. time, right? Exactly. And so, how did you answer that question, which I thought was brilliant, by the way? So, to answer the question, but to set it up, yeah. um, I do get asked the question, and this is for individuals who aren't on teams either, because I still think 
the point that you initially made. Partners Trust is our team. And we do have specialized personnel for marketing and a PR company. So in your listing presentation, we have two pages. One page is strictly my team with a face, our little tiny fun bio, two, three sentences, and what their exact title is. And those titles mean everything. And I'll explain why. And then if you don't, and then the next page we have is Partners Trust Headquarters and who does what there. So if you're an individual, then you just put yourself in the middle of the Partners Trust Headquarters that say, this is my team, because essentially they are. And in my case, I, we have the two pages because my team needs to be explained. And they always say, well, I'm hiring you and your team sounds great, but I want you to do the showings and I need to know that you're the one this and you're the one that. And my answer is that's exactly why I have a team because I cannot be the chief technology officer. I cannot do all the contract writing. Do I oversee everything? Yes. But do I have a contract writer? Yes. It, it makes things faster. Um, but my job is to be out negotiating, networking, and uh, you know, showing property and taking listing appointments. And that is how I design my business so I can be the face in front of what my client expects me to do. So the 11 in your team, is that counting your assistants? And are you just the one founding partner and those are I have one official partner. Uh-huh. And then we have three salary and then... Assistants. Assistants, right. yep. And then mm-hmm. others are agents that specialize in different areas. Buyers agents. Agents, oh, period. just agents. Yeah. If we say our philosophy is we say yes to every single phone call. So it doesn't matter if it's a $3,000 a month lease mm-hmm. that they want to list. We've got somebody in the office that will do it. Yeah, we have somebody who just handles leases, totally just handles right. leases. Right. We, we kind yeah. of select because personalities don't always match. Mm. So we, we also have to move the business around um, depending on where the business is. But if it's Malibu, we have more than one Malibu agent. But Jennifer and I may, Jennifer Christman's my partner. She and I may not want that client or that lease but, or listing, but we don't want to give it away or so lose it. it so a, we bring yeah, a team member and we go on the listing appointment with them. And then we say, this is your point person. And generally they understand that, you know, if it is a smaller scale situation, they're going to get the power of the Malibu Life team, but they're not necessarily going to get my uh, uh, personal attention. And I explain that to them. But what I think that role in how you give people titles is so important is that they understand there is someone that's handling everything that's online. So all digital, all that is done. There's a marketing coordinator in my office. That's all she does working with Partners Trust. So there's, it's, it's not, we get all this momentum, we're excited, we got your listing, and then there's the stall process because, oh, I got sick or something happens. The bus effect, I found this in an article, they call it the bus factor. How many people can get hit by the bus? Well, if you've got four people and you're all across the street, it's very unlikely that all four are getting hit by the bus, but in the event someone's sick or out of town, something like that, you've still got backup mm. in the event that, you know, someone goes down. The point being is once you take that listing, they're worried the momentum's going to slow because you've got it. Well, it doesn't because my job is still my job. The, it goes to marketing. The sign goes up. The things are ordered. The technology stuff starts to happen. All of that happens systematically because everyone has a job role with a description. All the and assistance. the process just go- yeah. continues 
on course. Yeah, that's pretty much like us. We have the assistants and they each have a specific task and they do it. However, they can all do each other. So if one is, if the marketing guy is not there, then one of the others can take over. They can all dual. They we can, can try and all do that, yeah. but we really try and keep everyone no, on there. No, we their... do, but in case of one course. of them's out, they yeah, can dual task. Well, yeah. I think I, what, what you're all saying in, in, in Delegating. The, the culmination of this <laughs> starts with the authority of how you present the message and the way and I go back to the way you presented that message because there are two business managers on either flank of the table and the two clients are across from us and the way you just said this is what I do and, and this is what I love to do and that's right. why I've created this team so I can do more of what I love right and I think with with whether you're a brand new associate or whether you're contemplating a team there's a great messaging in here. It's one, what's your personal authority and what you know your strengths are. And then how do you, as you grow your business, because no one can be in all places at once. And the ability to then take on those people that, that are a positive reflection of who you are and also the people you trust. Now let's talk about that for a moment. How do you, uh, you're gonna start to align yourself with other ambassadors and how do, how do you pick that person, if you're considering, if you were to consider another team member now, beyond what their job description would be, what are the personalities and what you're looking for? Nancy, you're writing, so you got some thoughts on it. What well, I was, it was mine was a little off topic there that I didn't want to put it in the wrong spot, so I was going to make. Oh, okay, very good. So, who has a thought on this? If you were going to hire someone else, what would you be looking for? Oh, I can tell you that's okay, easy. Okay, go. Social media, somebody that can actually do what I can't do. Okay. <clears throat> Younger than me. Uh huh. <laughs> so, and with the intention of broadcasting the, the brand, the message of who yeah, you are, and all, all, all the successes that you've That is not Laura's strength or my strength. So, we are missing a, a complete segment. So, if we were going to expand, and yeah. yes, I'll take your expert advice, we would probably go in that direction. Well, it's interesting that Partners Trust, when we talk about partnership, is about to roll out a three pronged attack on that. We're putting that together. I need somebody to do it for me. Ah, yes. The, the, almost all of it will be done for you. You <laughs> didn't know how to push it to okay, who your sphere of influence good. is. But uh, do you have a do you have a Facebook account now? Do you have an Instagram account now? Yes, I do. Great. So then that's all you'll need going forward. So stay close, everybody. Right. So. I do I do think though that that personality is really important. Yeah. And I think um Having a proper marriage is somebody that isn't exactly like you. Yep. So Laura and I are very different mm -hmm. from our temperaments, from our personalities, from our working clock. I work late. She works in the morning. So mm -hmm. this business that we all say we work 24-7, there is almost somebody working 24-7. I mean, yes, we sleep, but we're just opposite enough that clients will, yes, turn to her you know, to be more comfortable because they think she's a nice one and I'm not, you know. <laughs> Good cop, bad cop. Exactly. So I think that that really is important if you're looking as a new agent to work with somebody. Mm. I think personality is important. Yeah. To be different enough. Ron, you have a thought? Uh, cool under pressure. Uh-huh. Detail-oriented. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, have the ability to uh, improvise. Say um, more about that. Um. It, it's so funny with with as many uh, transactions I think we've all done, no two are the same, and so you've got to you've got to be pliable. Uh, in fact, one of my favorite words, malleable. Fine you must word. be malleable in, in uh, various situations yeah. uh, because you've got to be able to you've got to be able to read your client. You've got to be able to read what what's important to them, uh, and you've got to be able to uh, address that. To that point, though, so you only want to allow someone who's underneath you so much latitude. So how do you then start to 
to define mm. those parameters. Do you give Do you give someone uh, Do you give Dean full license as as one of your uh, right arms to to deal with the client and 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 progress that negotiation? How how deep do you go and allow them to go into the well? Uh, pretty deep, and and so there's a there's a, a, a tremendous responsibility for mm-hmm. you know for uh, for associates. Um, you know, in, in the company that work, uh, you know, that work with me or work with us, because uh, it, it's going to be um, it's going to be very respectful, mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm going to expect that uh, that that you know your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we did. Uh, I mentioned earlier, Magda Rodriguez and I did a, a transaction up in the Palisades, uh, and she brought me in and she said, you know, look, I'm I'm not comfortable in doing this. I want to, I want you to help me. Uh, she was there in every meeting. She was there every step of the way, and and I said, I know that you. It's empowering, Nick, which you've talked about for years. You know, we're all capable of doing it. We've just got to step up and, uh, and and be able to do it. And the reality of it is, if you know, for 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 us to be able to grow and be able to expand, we've got to be able to delegate. And because I'm as we as whether as, you're an individual or as an individual a team. or as a team, and as controlling as I am, because of the fact that we've got systems in place, and so even though each transaction is different, there are constants in every in every deal. Documentation is the same. Uh, the structure of the deal is the same. Sure. And so if you've got that marked out, absolutely. I want Dean, I want Event, I want anyone working uh, with us to be on par. Mm-hmm. Now, um, even today, I've picked up the phone and I've called you. I've picked up the phone and called uh, uh, you know uh, other partners in the company. You always want to check your answer. You always want to make sure before you do that, do that next step. Um, but I think empowering people uh, around me has, has enabled me to uh, you know continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have a thought on that? Before I move on, yeah, I have a thought. Yeah. We're talking about growth and growth and growth. I yeah. also think as equally important as balance. Yes, and I think, let's talk about that and in I, terms of work, uh, personal life balance. Yes, and I think by having a team member or a partner or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it allows you to have more balance in your life. Mm. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. mine happens to be travel, so I can travel. Yeah. Yes, I always work on vacation, but I'm not physically here, mm-hmm. and so I think that my, I guess I've looked at it more as balance rather than growth. Otherwise, maybe I would have done more of this pyramid and have more people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that... You raise a good point because if you don't have a team now and you go out of town, one of the, the great panics and fears that I had early on when it was just me was, who am I going to delegate my business to while I'm away and am I going to need to stay engaged? So how, any advice any of you would have for if two individuals are looking, how do I get coverage so that I can have more work-life balance in my life. Any any thoughts? Don't pick somebody that's where you are in your age and stage of life. It has to be different. Don't so pick someone Laura that's in your had age. kids that were older. I didn't. Ha- my kids were younger, so our 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 work time and our availability was always different, what and you still mean short is. Time. If you're I'm just talking about short time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just if weeks. you're picking a partner, I think that some but, of the reasons these partnerships mm-hmm. have fallen apart over the years yeah. is because they were two similar people. Okay, I want to get back to that in a moment. But what do you do if you're two individuals and you want coverage? I, I've got it easy. We've got. Uh, um, here's what you need to do. If you know, uh, if you know you're going to go on vacation uh, uh, September 10th, mm-hmm. okay, and you've got a transaction going on, you need you need to identify somebody in the company that's going to be able to step in and help out. Mm-hmm. It's incumbent upon you to introduce that individual to your client and to the moving parts of the deal. Mm-hmm. We've got a um, good friend of mine, Kelly Griffiths, is going to Alaska. She's leaving tomorrow. She's got a deal that's closing in eight days. She's panic stricken. Mm-hmm. So she called me two days ago. I said, got it covered. Uh, I, I met her client, uh, uh, talked to the escrow officer, talked to the lender, because it, it's, uh, 
it's a challenging deal, although all the deals we do are challenging. And so I got introduced to all the moving parts. Everybody's comfortable. She's going to handle it. She's going to be able to reach, reach out, you know, even while she's out of town, but I'll be the face person for her. And it's a one-off. Mm. And I think, I think it's incumbent for all of us to have that buddy, to have that partner that you can reach out to so you can have sanity. And it doesn't have to be full-time. If you exactly. say, you know, you watch my business when I go out of town and I'll watch yours when you go That's out of town, it. it's like a dog sitter. I mean, right. you know. Also, yeah. You've also got to be very <laughs> specific. <laughs> but Nancy, don't you, you've also got to be very specific on what the, what the, uh, what the trade-off is, what the compensation is. So, so you manage expectations at you all times. You have that all more yeah. or less. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we come into play because we never have that problem. We don't have to hand it off to yeah. some random. Right. We've got the four partners sure. you know, who are the actual partners, not the assistants who are doing their specific tasks. So if I go away, I hand it over to John, Charles, or Brett. Yeah, that's quite it's a It's one of the partners, and they know they've been involved. They were there at the first meeting and the second meeting. Mm -hmm. So they don't feel now a new person's coming well, in. I think we all it's have that. It's just the partner. Yeah, yeah. so it's just yeah. how do we, how do we, how do, how do, if I'm a newer associate, how do I support myself so I can get that live work balance? So I know that Roland is on a, a motorcycle right now for uh, some period of time, which he does. He's every on vacation year. with his riding buddy, which yeah, is not tight. <laughs> and he has freedom to just go. Right? right, he does. Well, yeah. you know, one of the things about being partners in life is that over the last ten years that we've been working together, we have provided coverage for each other. So that means we haven't vacationed yeah. together, which is not ideal. Right. So, um, you know, now that we're a team of three, we're looking forward to actually being able to get right. away together, which right. is really nice. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's I, I, I think he, you know, he, he needs uh, his motorcycle rides. I don't, I don't need to go on those. <laughs> yeah. so that, that will probably still happen. But um, I would say if you're a solo agent and you, you, don't, you haven't even encountered the need yet for coverage, it's never too early to start, you know, just find someone that you're compatible with that you, you know, you feel like you work the same way and set up, I would say set up that relationship in advance. Or go so to someone when, with a team. Or to go to someone, someone with, a with a team. And say, because right. they obviously understand how team structure works right. and they, they can adapt and take in one deal much easier than putting on it's one other call. person who might That's get sick idea. or might have some mm -hmm. emergency. And then what do you do? Because you're out of town and you've made one relationship. Mm. So I would probably... And what I did when I didn't have a team is I did go to another team in the office and say, can you be my point person? But if something goes on, your whole team is there. So let's talk about uh, briefly, if someone's thinking about becoming part of a team, um, what do you what would what would be the initial setup that if two people come together say hey let's work together <laughs> well you've all done it so yeah. you've mastered it what becomes the dynamic of how do you what, what would be part of that initial initial structure because you've I, I've, I'm hearing it consistently structure 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 and that that gives you the ability to grow right so what would top three things that you would look for uh, Madison if you I think we're going to be yeah I think we've all agreed and mentioned already so far is find someone that complements the skills that you don't excel at. Mm -hmm. um, my partner has an economics background, my least favorite thing. I'm good at math, but not my brain. I went to school in uh, Pepperdine for marketing and advertising. So we speak a very different language and we complement each other very differently. She's also a land use specialist and knows the Coastal Commission and the city of Malibu and land development inside and out. That in itself is a huge benefit to me because I don't want to learn all of that 
and it's part of our business. Sure. And so she has it in her brain. I would have to research it every time and still cross-check and everything else. So we definitely complement each other in that way. Two, I think finding somebody with experience um, is more really than, important. Than yeah. Experience either more than you in, in what you want or what you're lacking, okay. or more than you just in real estate in general. Otherwise, if you're both going in it together, that's good, but it leaves a lot of room for misunderstandings, miscommunications, and errors, and you're a newer agent, so it's probably not the best to have two new agents. And then lastly, I would say take the process slow when you are deciding to possibly team up and interview and, you know, everyone, it's like a couple first dates, you know, everyone's on their best behavior. Mm -hmm. But there's always baggage. You want to know what it's like when it's good and what it's like when the suitcase is open and what it's like when the housekeeper doesn't show up. We want to know it all because you're a family and you work and see each other every single day. And in my office, every single person fits my climate, my culture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have a very pretty liberal mind and everyone in my office thinks and acts the same way, but we're all very professional. But we have a lot of fun behind closed doors. Mm. And, and that's so what's important. So fun's a component to, to have Fun's a component, yeah, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. If I'm gonna work, I'm gonna have fun doing that. We spend right. a lot of time together. Yeah. We do, yeah. yeah. Candace, anything you'd add to that? Yes. Um, <laughs> a key ingredient for a new partner? Well, you've brought it up several times, and I think you, if you're going to form a team, you have to both be open to systems for sure, oh, yeah. because if you, not everybody lends themselves to systems. It's a very creative business that we're in. And so I, it, one thing we found with taking in a third partner is that even though we, we use top producer, we have system after system after system. Um, we've had to refine them even further and kind of kick it up a notch because now they, it has to be right. It's not just Roland and I talking to each other. It's everything has to be 100%. So if, if I think if you don't work that way naturally, you might not lend yourself to being on a team. Yeah. I think it's hugely important and Great laughing. Not yeah. to, you got to laugh. laugh. Yeah. Ron, what would you add? Um, I would do, uh, to, to follow up on Madison's uh, comment earlier, I would do courtship before commitment. Uh, and so what I would do is uh, you got to do three deals together before you, uh, before you ink anything. Because with, with, th- with you do three deals, there's a high likelihood that you're going to see, uh, Madison, the potential dark side of someone, <laughs> a, little, a little grumpiness. Yeah. And it's, you, you want to see that. Because it's, you know, what we do, uh, and, and, and the fun factor is critical. Celebrate the success because it's not easy to get there. Don't just immediately move on to the next deal. Uh, and by going through three transactions with somebody, you're gonna, there's a, a, a real opportunity. You'll see each other's strengths. Mm-hmm. You'll see each other's challenges. And then you'll be able to, you'll, you'll be able to memorialize something that's a lot more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Great. Anything you'd add to yeah, that? Yeah, I agree that everybody has strengths and weaknesses. So you've got to accept that nobody's perfect. So by doing two or three deals, you will realize what, say, their weaknesses are, and you'll say, yeah, I can live with that, or no, I definitely couldn't live with that, and I think that is important. And style, everybody has a different style. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to have the same style. Yes, I like that style. It's not the same as mine, but it works for me. So there's a lot of things that you have to look at. 
and I agree with all of you. Party all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Party of life, right? Yeah. Nancy, would you yeah. add anything? I think we got it. Okay, great, great. Well, integrity and honesty. I mean, that ah. goes without saying. That goes without saying, trust. yeah. Yes. It, luckily, Partners Trust, the culture here is already, you have to be, you know, elected and, and meet those qualifications. So if you're partnering with someone from Partners Trust, you're halfway there. But then it's got to be your fit and your levels. And those things have to be talked about. And what values mean to you and what they mean to somebody else and what accountability means to you and what it means to somebody else and what consequences are and things like that. Those are conversations that you really have to have, mm -hmm. like a marriage. You're right. marrying your two businesses. Let's let's take one more round of, about that. What, what happens when it goes bad? It goes a little sour. How, how candid, how authentic are you in your levels of communication and... and and the candor, and for and ideally, it's for the benefit of, of the partnership and doing better. But how do you deal with it when it gets tough or a little hairy along the way? This is well. This is my first thing that I ever say when we have it, whether it's a new intern or a new employee or a new partner, is if there is a discrepancy between you and another teammate in the office, you have zero permission to speak to anybody else about that, except for the person you're having an issue with. Unless you need some advice, you come to Jennifer or myself in confidence. Then once you have that conversation, then we can come in and try and resolve it. But there's no gossip and there's no this, that, or that person's doing this. And it's just you have to direct it and communicate. So that's one is cutting out any Can we just drama. do that for the whole company? Right? Can we just have that as the thing? So, so that's rule number one <laughs> is deal with your own shit. Uh -huh. <laughs> Um, and then we'll help you. And then two is it, you have to delegate and trust. So my partner and I, she has equal authority, 100%. If I am absent, anyone can go to her and I trust her judgment implicitly as she does mine. So we have that ability to in exchange the answer and it can be either one of us. Mm -hmm. We have, obviously we check in with each other, but if she makes an executive decision, it's the right decision, I stand behind it. Sure. Um, and I think that's really, those two are the things that I think help things from not getting too crazy. Um, and you know, right now, back to the integrity and trust, I have many agents on my team that are friends. Mm -hmm. Many say don't do business with friends. I've always hired and worked with people that I know and keep very close. I have one on my team that I'm very, 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 very close with that is becoming and it has become the first challenge in my team because we know each other so well um, that it is making it a little bit more challenging. So I would recommend not it being your best friend or someone you've known for 20 years, but maybe down a notch because it is easy to hit heads with someone when you know them so well and you push the wrong buttons yeah. because you accidentally do like a family member mm -hmm. and you you know you just can't change that behavior overnight well candace to i mean you you have that live <laughs> yeah. work relationship and, and listen yes. many think about many of the players in our industry are husbands and wives yeah. or partners mm -hmm. um and that's its own dynamic um so anything, any, any pearl you would add to that equation about um, if it gets a little hairy? Well, we're a small team. We were three, not 11. And I was just thinking while you were talking that we, we spend so much time together and we have so many systems that we, we, we know what the next step is going to be in each transaction. And we kind of can see things coming, you know, that maybe are going to be problematic. 
I love your idea of doing three transactions because one of the three is going to be difficult. You know that. And that's when you really and that's when you're really yeah. going to find learn a lot about yeah. your potential partner. So that's true. um you know, we we I I like to think that we head things off. We see we see it coming and so and to the trust thing, we we trust each other completely. It, we any one of us can go out and whatever we say, we stand behind it. Mm-hmm. And um, so far, knock wood, we, we haven't had any real issues that way other right. than maybe, you know, sure. being together 24-7, you sure. know, but that's, that's a separate thing. Anything you'd add, Ron, to that? No, uh-huh. I like where we're going. Yeah. Anything you'd add to that, Lorraine? Um, I would just add that there is an issue that you don't let it kind of fester. Right. You just bring it to the table immediately, yeah. have it out, yeah. and come to a conclusion, and then move on, right. and just don't hold any grudges. I yeah. Mean, you just, oh, yeah, just sparked, just sparked a thought. Yeah, go ahead. We, uh, we, we have a check-in at 9 a.m., and we have a check-out at 5 p.m., wherever we are. And so it's just it's a, it's a uh, five, ten-minute conversation. Okay, so this is what's going on. That way you got closure or you know what to expect the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, I, uh, I want to eliminate 2 a.m. moments. And so if you, if, if, you, if you end your day knowing what's happened, you can, you can prepare. Mm-hmm. So just, that's just that's more of a just a commu- normal course that's of action. Well, it also clears the air, Nick, because if there's a challenge, uh, you you want it aired out. I agree with Madison. Listen, uh, it's it's uh, it's so easy to go out and get ten opinions on why somebody's wrong and you're right. Uh, it's 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 a lot better to go right to the source. You know, Madison, I, I you know I, I've got a challenge with what with what went down today. Can we talk about it? And if that's not the case, then you know have have a have a conversation within within the group. Because nothing positive comes from getting uh, multiple opinions. Yeah. Because there's always two sides of the story. And even though I think my, my side of the story is the only side that counts, right. there's really both sides. And so you want to be able to air it Great out. Point. Nancy, anything you'd add to that? I think you have to know that there will be issues. Yeah. That just, that just you're in a marriage and there will be issues. And, you, and like everybody's mentioned, you just need to deal with them when they happen and move on and and also everybody has to become a little more teflon it's like you can't it, it we're, everybody's doing the best they can and right. something happens deal with it and move on and as a team leader or if you're what i find to be a little bit challenging is with because of i'm usually the one being hired or the tv show or whatever it is they they have this thing that they want me so Whatever happens, if something does get miss or, or overlooked or it's printed wrong or whatever happens, the email goes out or communication isn't right and someone's job is putting the client in a position of discomfort, me, myself, and I am the only one that gets blamed. Not my partner, not anybody else. I'm accountable and I'm responsible mm-hmm. for that. So my job is to make sure that I instill accountability in each and every person in my team. What a great point. And, yeah. and that's how I try and calm it, but I make sure that they know their mistake is my problem. Mm. So I handle problems at seven, eight, nine, ten. that's my daily job, but that's where my focus is. Everything six and below is, is handled by the team. You're talking DEF CON. I'm talking just putting out fires, yeah, putting, okay. keeping deals together. Right. You know, oops, this was done wrong. Sure. This is why. This is how we're going to make, you know, we have 31 listings. I mean, that's 31 phone calls 
almost every other day. <laughs> but, but Madison, that, that's the importance of communication. It's, it's very important that if, 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 if a conversation is had, you need to know about it. Right. You, that, that's what I mean by you know, avoiding, avoiding surprises. Totally, if, if, but, if your, but mistakes happen. I, I get it, and, I love, it comes the, back to and I love the fact that you take total ownership of it. I agree with that. At the yeah. end of the day, um, listen, I will, I will take the heat uh, for, what, you know, for what happens on the team, and then we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, when, just to kind of distill all of this, there's so much opportunity for us to look outward as opposed to looking inward as to what is my, my responsibility. And also, with a team, what is my intention? You know, if there's an issue between us, let's not get caught up in the issue, but what's the intention and where do we want to go? Because if we can get to where we want to go, then we can come into an alignment. I can honor your perspective, you can honor my perspective, and yet we both understand we're going towards that common good and goal. And, you know, we've talked all about teams internally, but I'd love us all to consider uh, that whether you're in a team or not, all of the dynamics of what we've spoken about can apply directly to the partnership and the team of our client and us as that relationship. And the more that we consider our client as our partner and our teammate, the better served we're going to be, the more accountable we're going to be, but also, guess what, we get to have our clients be accountable as well. And do we have that same intention? Yes, I want to buy this house. Yes, I need to sell my house. All right, we're here to work with you, but let's make sure that level of communication is open. And if there is an issue, we do have the courage to put it on the table and deal with it. It's a really good point. When we sit down with clients and you're talking about price and commissions and strategy, you have to, you have to figure out the price, right? You give a range, whatever it is. I always make sure, because I'm talking about my team and this whole situation, but what I tell to the client is, so it, assuming we work together, we're moving forward, we are a team. And what goes on behind closed doors when we're talking about price and strategy and everything else is between us as a team. Because our purpose is to help you sell your home, you wanna sell your home, and we wanna do it for top dollar in an efficient manner. So let's speak freely, let's exchange information, and know that I'm not going to use that against you, but that's information so I can help achieve the goals. And that way it just kind of diffuses that they're, you're working for them and it's combative and you're not meeting their expectations or whatever it is. It's this is what we talked about and we're a team and we're going to be married until your house is sold. Right. And so you have a lot of teams. You have partnerships everywhere, each sure. listing or buyer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point that you have their best interest at heart. Yes. They must mm -hmm. always be aware of that. But sometimes they're not always aware right, of that. Right, they're not. Yes. And so who decides not to work with those people if they don't want to be your team? That would be the question. Well, that, I, you know, the same way we can choose to who we right. want to bring into our team, and we're going to do three deals before we take it to the next level. I think it's in the questions that we ask in that interview process, which is a two-way street. So we say, do I want to work with you? You know, we all have had those moments where we get that little niggle in our belly where it's like, I don't know if I want to work with this person. And then, then the follow-up question is, yeah, but how much business do I have? Otherwise, maybe I need to. Uh, now we're down a slippery slope. But that's a whole other podcast I that we will get into at another yes. time. Nancy, any uh, closing thoughts you have uh, about the concept of, of team and partnership and, and or just how it served you? I think it's totally served me, and I would recommend it to anybody who's contemplating it because okay. I think that it is only good. 
Um, I think that it, it, it's more fun. It's somebody that you're constantly, they know, they know the nitty gritty so you can bounce things off of all the time. It gives you balance, freedom, make more money. I, I really don't, I, as long as you find the right fit, I don't see a downside. Yeah, great. Lorraine, any, any closing thoughts from your perspective? I agree with that. And it's also great to know we have the team of Partners Trust behind us. So it's like a double whammy. And I think we're all very fortunate to have that. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you for that. Ron? Um, I like being here. <laughs> <laughs> a man of few words. Okay, I love that. Candice, any closing thoughts for uh, the, um, the, the concept of I, I can't say enough about the positivity of being on a team. Mm -hmm. We love our team. We've discovered that two plus one is not three, it's five. Ah, and point. it's just fantastic. It's just changed everything. So we, you know, I just, I would encourage everyone to consider it if they, if they meet with someone that they think they'd like to team up with. Love it. It's a great That's concept. This business is exhausting. <laughs> so a, a team and a fellowship is, I think, tremendous has tremendous value i did read um when i was actually when so my team i have a partner but then there's other teammates that are not agents that have special titles that work for a certain salary and then they get bonuses based on the deals and their chart in job is to bring in business and manage the business so with saying that is i read a really interesting article which helped me design the business model i have for a team and NAR published that there are three types of team structures in our business. There's a partnership, there is the name with staff. So your, your name and then you've got your staff and that's your team and your buyer's agents, but they don't get really acknowledgement. And then there's uh, the silent business manager top agent that really is not the person out in the field but they have agents under them and all they're doing, they're really good managers is what they are. And they're managing agents and a business and a brand. So I liked things about all of those. Mm -hmm. So I have a partner and had a partner already. I didn't want my name, but the Mab Life team is our name. And then we brought in the third part, which is the silent business manager, which is someone who is in charge of new development, business, prospective, follow up and 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 that is strictly his role and he he gets paid by results. And so we, we took all three business models and kind of, and I read each paragraph and how NAR described it and kind of put them together and that's how I actually invented this other, not invented but borrowed this new position and title and implemented it into the business and it has been tremendous because someone needs to be prospecting and following up and there needs to be a system and i again don't want to be doing that myself and that could be a full-time job but if that's someone's full-time job and they're based on incentive you can expect a pipeline of business to continually be coming and there's creative ways of doing that like social media and things without spending a lot of money either and that was an nar uh, an article it was online. an nar article that Recent was probably for no it must have been last year at least a year and a half ago so google nar teams and yeah things like that. yeah and it was talking about the growing trend of teams and things like that so it might have right. been where you got your information but it was super those yeah, magazines by the way i always mm -hmm. pull information out of there they're amazing the car and the nar very interesting yeah, yeah. My dear friends, thank you so much, Nancy and Lorraine and Ron and Candace and Madison and those of you here with us. Uh, uh, I'm Nick Siegel and yet another Next Level podcast. Thanks for being with us. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you. And a hand to all of you.